What's up? You listen to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. You! Boom. Yo, what's up? You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. It's Trevor, and we're going to do a series of things I've talked to a lot of people um, for the last couple months that I w- would really like to talk hardcore with, especially when Chris is, you know, out of town. I believe he's in Arizona. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, he's he's fucking somewhere. He's he's not he's not here. He, that I can tell you that. Um, but. We're going to uh, flip it over and talk a lot about new hardcore with uh, people who are, you know, there's a lot more people than me really putting a lot of uh, hard work into presenting bands to people. And one of them is what it takes on uh, basically an online uh, zine. A lot of their, a lot of their promotion is through um, Instagram and probably some of like literally the most up-to-date like playlists I can think of like for bands from all over the fucking world. It's like, it's almost a cheat sheet for me when I, when I'm, uh, when I'm looking at sources for, uh, for show prep. So it's, uh, without, without people, um, like you and some of the older, like, the Facebook groups that used to, you know, do it like hardcore crew on Facebook, uh, hasn't been doing it as much, but d- does it, um, you know, quite, uh, st- did it, did it for, a, did it for a long time, almost as much as, um, y'all did, but, uh, go ahead. And, uh, so we got, we have, uh, Jack who is, a one half one half of or or who's all explain uh, explain the dynamic of this uh, of of what it takes yeah no sure thing so um like you said my name's jack use they them pr- pronouns um when it started this was a one-man project or a one-person project i should say um and then it kind of got expanded because i was digging deeper into like Bandcamp archives and stuff i was like i can't do all this so i had a good long-term friend his name is dakota hollinsworth uh he plays guitar in a band that i'm in called hostile takedown uh and equally loves heavy music and hardcore just as much as i do so it's really just the two of us i would include my brother as well uh he plays bass in uh the richmond straight edge band no other way um, he's done all the layouts for the zines that we've done last year and the current one we just did. Um, but he rarely ever has time to contribute anything <laughs> to like what's going into it other than like the layout. But uh, that's pretty much how it shapes up. I would, I would say that Dakota is like my quality person because I love almost any type of hardcore. And he's able to like sort out the stuff that might not be up to caliber and only that's why all, all the stuff in the zine is usually always caliber. It's like 100% non-skippable shit. As I would say in the group, some some people have I I think we are in the time of plenty right now. Uh, mm-hmm. We're in the era of plenty when it comes to hardcore. We're getting releases week after week. It's almost like I'm sure even for y'all, there's probably one or two that you might have skipped. Like there's always something. Yeah. There's always something. Uh, there's always something going on, and I think I've seen. 
I don't, I'm not sure about the age demographic when it comes to these complaints, but we, I've, I've heard complaints of there's too much and there's too much going, which is, I think a, a good, obviously a good problem to have, but um, I've, I've seen people talk about like the no echo playlist and, mm-hmm. and, and talk about how there's just a lot too much. And like, it's hard to differentiate like between, these bands at some at not maybe because they're not you know, not because they're not good bands but because there's just so many of them and then some of mm-hmm. them are like uh you know people are th- people are throwing out the accusations of people are throwing way too much all at once not not just the bands but like the stuff that we do with putting out uh you know presenting people with playlists and with uh you know band links and whatnot and whether it's a Spotify playlist, radio show, podcast, whatnot, they people have been like, been preaching like the quant, the quality over quantity. But I think there's still a lot of quality because like you're gonna, I think it's still good to have them out because you're not because just because you don't like it doesn't mean somebody else isn't. Like you could still have an idea of uh of be like I know kids are. Especially if it's like this got the trash can snare, somebody mm-hmm. a kid's gonna fucking love this shit, even if I don't. Exactly. That's kind of like my my logic in going into putting all these bands because I definitely had people be like, This is almost like an insurmountable thing that you're doing, and it's almost too much. But the way that I see it is there's bands that fit into each kind of little category in hardcore. Not every band that exists right now is going to be around maybe even next year or the following year and they're not going to reach the heights of bands like you know drain or paint truth they're just bands that maybe are local regional acts and they're doing their part of preserving hardcore in that region so i I always think that the more the merrier and when it comes to like choosing stuff on my end there's some stuff that i've like posted about that i'm not a big fan of but i can tell that it's of a style that someone's really gonna fucking like like some of the stuff that's on the scramsier end of things, like I can't really just, it doesn't register, but I can tell what a good scrams band is and what a bad one is. And like, especially when you look beyond the confines of the U S there's, <laughs> there really is stuff I feel like being released every hour on the hour. It's, it's incredible. Oh, absolutely. Especially like when we're getting some of these and you're reaching just as, I think you're doing a, a really good job as far as like the, uh, as far as the United States goes, because there's only, I feel like there's very few like people in the United States doing is reaching as far as you are. No echo because, but uh, when you go to the Europe, the Euro side, they're doing everything. They're, they're looking. Yeah. I, when I first saw what, what it takes, I thought it was Euro because of the, (laughs) because, because of the, the, the sheer volume and, and the acts that, uh, don't really get uh talked about as much even on even on like the no echo side of of things like i was like this everything about this screams kind of kind of euro for better for better or for worse (laughs) yeah i mean i i get i would say i get some of my inspiration from some of those guys i mean the guy behind the two youtube channels that i think really do a good job of documenting on that end i think it's like x deca x and then brutal x youth 666 oh yeah they do great yeah both of those guys i think are from eastern europe and they're doing shit that like 
I would say at least a quarter of what they're posting is stuff that I didn't even realize existed. And then they go back and go a step further and start documenting stuff before I even was documenting. So like <laughs> they're doing the Lord's work. Dude, like, well, as being a small regional band, like the fact that some of those people have found my music without me doing any any work to put it to present it to them that is a talent because i'd be i will when i first started putting out music i you know there's obviously some people regional just like any band whether you're the worst band or fucking ever but the uh but to find that you have uh people in a far off part of the of of the world like that just somehow knows exactly when your fucking um demo dropped is mm-hmm. <laughs> i was just like <laughs> i hope i hope some of the, some of them are at least at least, at least getting uh paid or somebody 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 needs to buy them lunch because they're fucking they're fucking masters i i am in awe of what some of them do yes yeah, as, as, the, as far as the content they they create in presenting hardcore to people yeah but i wholeheartedly agree but let's go to your uh man got the got the vocal squeak here uh let's uh talk about your hardcore resume just uh just talk about your credent let's your credentials as a hardcore individual and, and how you got, and just like the short story of how you got to this point and being like, you know, excited on hardcore and being a hardcore adult. Sure. So, I mean, I got into hardcore right in the tail end of, I, I guess the fall of what people call amazing core. So like maybe a couple months before half heart broke up. <laughs> and so that was kind of my gateway entry point with like comeback kid, uh, sick of it all half heart. Uh, and that was also coincidentally the same time you had like these major blog spots. So people doing sort of what I'm doing and those kind of lasted for even longer, like cut and paste, I think was there for like eight or 10 years, but that's kind of what got me into digging for stuff. Cause I realized that after like, I saw these big name acts and went to local shows, I was like, okay, well there's, it's everywhere. I want to know everything about it, everything if I can. Um, and so I began my dive and then, you know, I started playing in local bands, a lot of them that aren't worth mentioning, um, uh, but they were still fun, you know. Um, and I got into booking shows probably around 2015, 2016. Uh, ended up booking some cool stuff uh, when I lived down in Roanoke. I booked Momentum uh, when they did that tour from uh, around This Is Hardcore. Um, I booked one of the early ones to Closer Pummel Weekends, and that was before both of those bands blew up. Exceptional fucking show. Uh, and then now, uh, aside from doing what it takes, I'm in a band called Hostile Takedown with Dakota, who also helps me with what it takes, and then a couple local homies I've been friends with for quite some time. Sick. So, like I said, you put you present a lot of a lot of hardcore music over like multiple multiple parts of the month. Like you you almost do a week a almost like a weekly playlist of uh, of stuff on your Instagram and. Uh, so I wanted to just talk about because we've uh, we've done we've done certain playlists curated by different uh, people, but I wanted to do a, a one for you to you know kind of ponder what would be your uh, favorite 
tracks so far mm-hmm. in 2022, especially with the volume. We were talking about the sheer volume. There's 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 enough to there's more there's definitely way more than 10. I remember we were talking last night about yeah. how hard it was to kind of narrow down some of the uh tracks, but I think there's a lot of good ones, a lot of ones that probably are, are not getting uh super talked about. Some some are, some uh a few a few I know ha- are you know being talked about in circles, some some aren't, but you but that's the point of the you know the mix of things. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of go two by two on uh, these on these tracks, and then we'll and we'll kind of and we'll kind of talk about them. So first, we're gonna go um, with abrasion with face to face and age of apocalypse um, with ghost uh, heart island. Two just I I love these bands. Um, abrasion literally, I finally. It takes it takes me a minute to like hit the nail on the head, but some but Brazen a hundred percent brings me back to Figure Four. Like I was, okay. question, I was, I was um, definitely a little way more metallic. They they definitely had um, more like they. It was obviously it was like early two thousand, so they were still trying to uh, have have a hardcore. And obviously, with uh, it being a face down records band, um, they 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 had a specific uh, sound that that set them apart from like the Christian bands from from most of other hardcore, which I didn't know at the time because I was mm-hmm. I was young as fuck when these bands were doing were were really making music. So I was like, yes, yeah, is hardcore, and then I put then I put them up with the bands that were popular with a modern Christian crowd. I'm like these, it's a, it's almost somewhat uncanny Valley, but, yeah. but figure four is one of those bands that definitely, um, crossed over into no, like I, they played Rainfest in 2011. Um, and so I think that's, that's a more widely accepted, um, hallelujah, praise the Lord, um, band, but abrasion definitely has elements i would say vocally uh from that that's definitely like because it's the same i don't know how to explain the kind of the vocal cadences but it's definitely in the same um range as like the vocalist from like foreign hands uh that definitely has something that reminds me of that specific time in early to mid 2000s but uh, bring, but still brings it back to current. Yeah, no, I can I can definitely see that because I mean both both figure four and then four in hands like Tyler who who sings for them. I, I feel like they're pulling from that sort of like blend period where metalcore and hardcore were probably at its like zenith of crossing over influence wise. And I think Abrasion has a lot of that, but I don't think it strays far away enough to where like if you put on a band like momentum or twist of cane or anything like that that you could if you fuck with any of those two bands you're gonna really enjoy abrasion and i think honestly out of the ones that are on this list this is my my favorite so far this year i know it's definitely going to go in the zine for the 2022 edition so yeah no listen re-listening to it it's um, i'm taking a shine to it more and more like uh, mentioning foreign hands that's probably right now at the top of my list 
as far as like releases. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one would be um, the Age of Apocalypse. Um, yeah, it's just so good. They bring it. They they do. Um, they do that style of like only living witness so good. Like they do it. Mm-hmm. And they 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 bring it and they and they also you know knowing knowing the current times they they keep they keep it pretty brief they 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 definitely aren't um they're getting in and getting out uh with their music i have i haven't had songs that like that stay too long mm-hmm. like i don't know if you've seen bands play uh do only living witness covers but like it's like people get excited for like for a portion of it, but then it goes in that the energy dies down after the second, after the second <laughs> chorus. Like, yeah. like it, it is the problem with even some of the best um, crossover and hardcore. Like I always, uh, you know, a different style of crossover, but um the Iceman, like I think, literally, if they could, if Iceman like cut that uh, harsh truth in half, it would be a better song. In my oh opinion. god, yeah, I, I I've never seen anyone cover it in full. Then like a band from like Richmond Outsider does a, a great cover of it, and I think they only they cut it around like half or maybe like a minute and a half. They'll play that portion of it, everyone's real stoked and they're like, all right got my fill it's time to move on to something else and that's a, and that's the same with uh uh with only living witness like they they definitely um they they're definitely the intro gets i play i i we've done a my my band back in the day did a cover too others like we do the intro get people stoked get into the part of the song and then get to the rest of the material exactly yeah and so so yeah for for as far as that like there's there's definitely um you know but i think that's also having having those uh having those examples is is ways to learn of like ooh, how can i how can i do this but like make it in a way where i'm like because there was there wasn't wrote there wasn't a map but prior to that for the for those bands like those bands are doing like doing their own fucking unique thing, but but now you're, you know, recreating it in some in in some capacity. I think it's uh, important to uh, I don't know. I it it's fucking good. I love it. It's it's it's. Uh, I like that there is a style that style of hardcore that is um, relevant right now. Yeah, no, I think it speaks volumes that a band that sounds like this is at like the top caliber of all the other bands that exist. Because I mean, it kind of reminds me of like 10 years back when we saw like the rise of Twitching Tongues and people were completely like thrown off by that and they became one of the biggest bands around. And I think Age of Apocalypse has done such an exceptional job at blending a lot of the Hudson Valley influences, but also drawing from the same well as like Life of Agony, Only Living Witness. And I just... I will say one thing about this track. I liked this track the most, Ghost, because it was 
one of the harsher ones. I do like the melodic parts in there and the melody and stuff, but that's going to take a little bit longer to grow on me. But I think the whole album is just, they went in the complete right direction. A lot of people, a lot of bands tend to, when they have something that sticks out so much as that original EP where people just live for every single song to recreate that. And I'm so glad they didn't. Absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and play those two tracks. We're going to play Abrasion with Face to Face and Age of Apocalypse with Ghost, Heart Island. You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. Interested in having your band played or interviewed on the show? Hit us up on our Facebook at facebook.com slash deadairhardcoreradio.
All right, we're back. You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. We're with Jack of What It Takes HC. Uh, make sure to uh, follow them on Instagram and be updated with all hardcore. It's hardcore. Listen to hardcore. That's all I can say. Just fucking listen to hardcore because there's hardcore. Um, so we played some abrasion. We played Age of Apocalypse, and we're we're kind of going down in a uh, alphabetical. So nothing. So we're not we're not necessarily going with the most cohesive playlist today. We're gonna go with what uh, makes sense in my mind because I'm like I'm I'm like I'm seeing the playlist and I'm re- and I'm reading it and I'm like that's. That's perfect. I can, I can, I can deal with this. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, there might you might see, you'll you might see some interesting uh, uh, flow, some interesting transitions where, uh, with with stylistically throughout the playlist. Um, so we're gonna we're going to bring it to uh, pretty much. This is a, I think this band literally is like what a week old. Like this, this release the bull, uh, with bullshit. Yeah, no, it came out within the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I, I literally just saw people, um, people are fucking. I people are loving it from what I from what I can tell. Um, like I've seen uh, the people who are normally real really picky uh, excited about it. So. Something, so they're doing something right. Oh yeah, no, I mean this. I think this track was really exceptionally fun, and I'm gonna draw maybe a weird comparison to them to C4. I think they have this sort of like fun element to listen to them, where like C4, you know, it has that like good Boston sound, the locking out vibes there for sure. But it's it, even though some of the lyrics can lean on the comical side, it's still hard as shit. And bullshit's like that, but on the more punk punker side of hardcore so like maybe earlier hard stripes uh iron lung records type stuff and it's just it's almost like too good or like it's it's following the formula so well and doing it so proficiently that it just like i literally had to stop one of the tracks i was like (laughs) i had to have like a laugh to myself like this is unbelievable that these guys are like pulling it off this well because there's a lot of ways you can make that style of hardcore sound bland and redundant but these guys have done exceptionally exceptionally well i believe they're also a uh i think they're either from uh norway or finland uh, as well scandinavian, scandinavian hardcore. sweet sweden goth gothenburg they're from oh, the, okay. straight straight from the capital um they i i definitely will draw the same uh thing we talk fun and uh, uh so i love iron lung records and i love but I think I, I when I when I think Iron Lung records, for better for worse, I don't think fun. So I think yeah. they're so they're good. They're really good releases. So mm-hmm. I think with the like where they're pulling from, um, they may they obviously make like broader uh, comparisons to like Infest, mm-hmm. but like um, I definitely they obviously there's no there's no denying that they pull from. Uh, from that um, style of hardcore, but I think C4 is a good, is a really good um, 
comparison in in that regards, at least to the style of sound. And obviously, I can't I can't completely uh, know what the headspace is because uh, Euro hardcore occupies a a just a different wave of thinking when it comes to, to their approach <laughs> yeah. of music. Um, that's and I say that in the most respectful and and the in the best way because uh, there's definitely a that wave of thinking is it, it helps it it usually uh, breaks shit up and makes things uh, uh, like I always when uh, somebody is overcritical and then and then realizes like oh this is a euro band that's tight <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> or you know exactly when you when you have a when you do the lyric read for either whether the translation or the lyrics or how it was uh put down i'm like okay and there's that overall like appreciation because it's it it's definitely uh a unique way and like of uh of making hardcore and it's just uh it's also you can tell the excited because like i don't think i don't know i haven't met somebody who is uh at least in like euro hardcore who i've talked to who is not just absolutely just amazing and ex- and on top of just being excited for to, to be a part of this thing oh yeah it kind of goes to like what you and i are talking about offline a little bit i mean i feel like a lot of the good accounts in like blogs or YouTube channels that exist from Europe. I mean, I feel like some of those kids are more dedicated to hardcore than most people in the States are right now. Cause I feel like some of it can be a combination of rarity. If you live in Eastern Europe, you might not have shows a lot of the time. And then just like how long it took for bands to come over to the point where we are now, aside from COVID where bands can kind of get over easier. They just have a, a, a more wholesome appreciation of, it, and that's what I really love about it. Absolutely. So we're we're gonna do uh, after that. We're going we're going to something completely different um, with cut down. Uh, this is my first time knowing anything about this band. Um, the one thing I will note is if you search it, there's two cut downs of the same, uh, literally the same exact name written the same exact way, and uh, the New Jersey one. We're not talking about that one, but I love. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna have to listen to it offline because I. I'm. I love the artwork. I love the the bad like street art SpongeBob pimp <laughs> pimp that like that that some the 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 type of SpongeBob that's on those like that somebody fucking spray painted onto onto one of the shirts at those at those weird like boutiques at the mall uh yeah. <laughs> somebody might have even put rhinestones on it um oh yeah so i have i just have to give that i know we're not talking about it, but i have to give that cut down a a shout out for better for worse they could their content could be really bad as far as their mu- musically but their um artwork is top tier I have to back you on that. Yeah, cut, cut down from New Jersey is fantastic, and um, yeah, equally as good as cut down from Helsinki, Finland, which we're talking about right now. Yeah, we're we're uh, 
we're gonna play Fallout. This is definitely, I think, my 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 quick listen is uh, Euro metal hardcore beatdown. Like that's I when I hear I, it's uh, like we talked about some of those uh, those Euro those Euro blogs, brutal youth, uh, some of uh, hardcore crew on Facebook. Uh, this is a lot of the content that I would, uh, you know, absorb and, and get from these are, it would be like, I would say 75% of the style of bands, uh, sound, uh, are in this wheelhouse. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think just to speak on the cut down sound a little more, I feel like uh, some people are going to make the assumption that it sounds a little bit like hate, like hate thousand kind of style stuff, you know, like get yes. back and all of that. And I think it does. I think it, it, it's inevitable that when you play this kind of style of hardcore, you're going to be pulling from that. Well, but I think it's also doing some pulls from like just the, the, the Scandinavian style thrash metal. I think there's some small elements of that in there. And I also think they're doing a pretty good job at pulling some like Reaper records sounds. I feel like that's another good, um, example of what they might sound like i feel like you could probably put them back on the roster back in 2010 and it, it would make sense no absolutely i think there's a broader sound than the, just like the kind of punchier more um more kickback style of the uh, style of things like there's something definitely more modern that that kind of ties these sounds sonically together that i wouldn't mm-hmm. completely um go with just you know, start up kickback. There's there. It's 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 hard to explain, but there is there is something specifically that that a lot of these bands are doing currently that I that I'd not. I can't like I said I can't explain it, but they're but they're definitely on the same wavelength. One hundred percent for for sure. So we're gonna go ahead and play, get back to the music, and then we'll we're just gonna keep going down this top ten list for uh, what it takes. Uh, Top song, top favorite songs of uh, winter twenty twenty two, and uh, we're gonna play bullshit with spectator and cut down with fallout. You are listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. submissions and questions hit us up in our email at our new email deadairnwcz at gmail.com
what it takes episode hanging out with jack talking uh talking 2022 hardcore uh hopefully listening uh, you're listening to some shit you haven't heard before because if you're not then we're doing a really fucking horrible job um but uh jack does a jack and what it takes does a great job uh compared like compared to my fucking scatterbrain um so we're going we played some bullshit we played some bullshit we played bullshit, spectator, and cut down will fall out. And uh we're gonna move it to uh fixed view. Uh we were talking about the we were just uh kind of talking about the artwork for this of just like very kids like us, uh mixed with some of like the later like uh outbreak material, like with that with with what they were trying to do with cut it was very very colorful um uh just like the the later the later out uh that 20 the 2009 outbreak uh yeah. record and the art and the uh merch that went with it was uh definitely of an era and something that, that was very different before before uh there was that short time in the early 2010s where people kind of where sl- people slowly went to back to bubble letters uh with uh with some with some of the youth crew style but uh yeah this is like you said kids like us 100% like with uh at least with the not exactly with the uh is specifically spot on with the sound but with the uh with the artwork yes yeah I, I think they're they're kind of drawing from some of that broader influence of that period in time. I think to me, this sounds a lot like some of the stuff that was happening in Australia at that point in time. Um, I remember there was an episode um, of a podcast, uh, Forge Ahead, where they were talking about bands from this era that I think it did done tours with like kids like us down to nothing. There was like. Uh, like counterparts to that kind of style in Australia. And for some reason, this is what it reminds me of, but also with maybe a little bit more of like some 
I guess, aspie or metallicness. I, I honestly like yes. this, this this demo because some of the the structures in the riffs are not predictable. Usually with the amount of hardcore that I listen to, I can kind of understand a pattern when it's coming. Uh, but like when I listened to the, the three song demo, I was like, there's some stuff here I wouldn't have thought of doing. And it was better than what I would have done if I if I were to write the song. So I just thought that was kind of a exceptional way to, to, to write it. And plus, I mean, band kicks ass. So. Absolutely. And then we're kicking it over to Indonesia with, uh, with fraud. Um, just like that whole part of the world, whether it's, uh, you know, we're talking about, you know, cause it's obviously not the, not the same, but there's just so much heavy music. Uh, what, and obviously all, co- a lot of it's, uh, a lot of the stuff that's popular is coming uh, from the metal side when we're talking about crossing over with the, uh, if you're going over to Japan with like cruelty and stuff like that. And, uh, fr- and fraud, uh, you got hate. It, they put hate breed in the tags. <laughs> got, they definitely did. <laughs> we tracks, tracks, um, but yeah, no, that's it's uh, another another one that definitely of an era for like I definitely does remind me of a uh, you know a mid a mid two thousands um, kind of kind of hate hate breed type of uh, and bands kind that that were heavy that revolved around that's uh, that style of um, heavy mosh music. Yeah, no, I think with fraud, what kind of sets them apart from a lot of the other heavier bands, I think they're, they're pulling from a well, like definitely hate breed, but not the hate breed that a lot of people are trying to cop like the first two releases. They're trying to go like maybe mid to like late era hate breed where like, in my opinion, which might not be the most popular, still pretty listenable stuff uh, that I that I fucked with. Um, but I feel like they also have an appreciation for like some of the more like just standard metal stuff. Like I bet you these guys probably listen to Crowbar. There's, oh they, yeah, they probably yeah. There, there's definitely some of like that that southern like sludge stuff that's going on in this, and just some more maybe some like elements of atmospheric stuff, which is kind of nice. It, I could pull Harm's Way into this, like maybe like uh, Rust and Onward Harm's Way. Um, and I think another thing I want to say about this is like I. I think it's important to note when you're listening to to bands from overseas, not every single country or every single region is going to have the same resources to pull off a really quality produced sound. So the fact that these guys have done something like that, and and it seems to be from looking at the credits, all in-house, all all based around Indonesia. I mean, it's, I have to give like, I'm not going to clap, but I should clap. I mean, it's, it's exceptional work that they've done. I think they should be really proud of, of their product. Absolutely. So we're going to uh, get to, we're going to play fixed you with state sanctioned violence and fraud with resentment. And then we're, uh, we got four more and we're going to, we're going to keep counting it down. This, this actually works out perfectly. Cause the last song is the, is like the perfect song to end the show with. So We'll we'll have a uh, couple more breaks and we'll be back. Uh, you'll listen to Dead Air Hoggle Radio.
Well, here goes. Flower Chains Collective. I felt like I was watching a dream I'd never wake up from. DIY clothing you can't get anywhere else. Now you have something to look forward to after you die. Information at flowerchains.us. Once again, we're back. We're going through these uh, what it takes uh, top 
10 picks for winter 2022. And uh, we played. What did we play? Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) We did a fixed view and with state sanctioned violence and fraud with resentment. And we're going to, like I said, there's a lot that, uh, you know, there's some that you literally just discovered. And then some that I, that are complete unknowns to me. Um, Rakeoff from Rome, Italy is a hundred percent. One of those for sure. Like I, there is a lot, um, it's not, it's definitely not a part of the world that I'm in tune to. So, and, and didn't know what they, they had to offer as far as like the thrashy crossover. But so that's, so that's very, uh, that's very crazy to me. So I might, there might be way more that everybody that even my listeners know that I don't. So, so this is one where I'm completely like, I'm on, I'm unsure of the just like of the history in the area yeah i mean my, my knowledge of like the italian hardcore scene is a little limited but i know that like some of their bigger bands like strength approach they've come over a couple times played this is hardcore and toured a lot in the states but i feel like italian hardcore doesn't go towards the thrash at least as in, in contemporary history a lot of their stuff you can hear like scramsy kind of stuff maybe more touche more style stuff maybe things that could be like pseudo hardcore stuff like stick to your guns kind of stuff that that's pretty prominent there but like this is honestly the best thrash crossover record that i've heard in quite some time like i would i would put them on the same level as like enforced like you could have a package with maybe enforced at the top and then you could have them it would just make so much sense like these guys have risk for days and i think the album artwork in particular is my favorite it's just like this weird like monster serpent with like a mouth in the center of his chest. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty wicked. No, really it goes really well. And I think it, it also like it, it stays true to, uh, true to form with, uh, and, and really like I, you, you said it matches up with like enforced. I think it, it matches up with a lot of, um, the, current style of crossover as few as few bands are doing right now but like it definitely matches up with the current state of crossover right now over here in the states as well oh yeah um after that we have rapid fire on safe inside records um this uh, staying true to form this stays true to form 100% with the with the with the safe inside records kind of uh emma with with their they this is the this is a label with a signature sound for sure oh god yeah and and the rapid fire thing honestly has been all over my radar i feel like so many people have talked to me about it and i just didn't have time to check it as soon as it dropped so like i kept hearing about it i was like all right i need to sit down and just dedicate some time to it and it turns out it's kind of harkens back to what got me into hardcore like i i would compare it to maybe to like another mistake from kentucky um i had some like out crowd vibes a little bit on one of the more melodic songs and i feel like it has that solid like southeast uh, united states hardcore feel 
that I'm used to. I don't know if you, you remember this comp that came out. It was like Blue Records had a comp back in, I think, 2011 or 2012. And it had bands from like the Midwest all the way to the Carolinas. And it, this this could have easily fit on that for any old heads <laughs> that, are, that are from the region. Yeah, that's completely a, that's completely a miss miss for me, boss. I don't <laughs> um, I that didn't that did not hit um, my radar. It's crazy enough to like when I was making because uh, I was talking to uh, the inclination guys earlier, and to make that the another mistake, like just the fact that that band even made it out to P- the Pacific Northwest is crazy to me to think, just because like nobody knew who these it was it was the another mistake uh deathbed tour and Mm. and they literally those bands were with an exception of my couple friends uh they were complete unknowns except my except my my nerdy hardcore blog friends where i'm i wasn't as i wasn't diving into the blogs as much because this was just like six months prior prior to me like like getting into radio. So, so like it, that's definitely, um, yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, they, I would say a hundred percent. They have a, Emma, like obviously with, uh, there are some, some, you know, they throw, they do throw in some different, uh, different stuff here and there, but like recently, like obviously they, they'd have the, they have the spirit world, and they've played st- they have stepping stone they've the they released the the low end record but mm-hmm. like but like that's three records out of out of like the stuff that they that they're pretty well known for with uh like i said with rapid fire everyone like it took me so long to actually listen to fading signal everybody wow. was saying listen to this fucking band and i just i it took it just took me forever like there like there was that and another band that was in the vein of like in that carry it on core style of uh the carry carry on core style of music and i was like i just for some reason or another would not just didn't listen to it not because i was didn't want to just it's just like i don't know it was almost for when you get told to listen to something long enough it's like yeah, I will. Maybe. But yeah, you, you 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 get that like kind of mentality. Where I was like, maybe it's getting too gassed up. Maybe it's too hype. Maybe like I just you make me not want to listen to it. The more you tell me, but if I could go on a small, very quick tangent about Fading Signal, uh, because okay. I love those guys with all my heart and soul. Um, I saw their first uh, out of state show in Richmond with Chemical Fix and No Other Way. Oh, Chemical Fix. That's the other band. That's the other band. There you go. Yeah. Those are the two bands everybody was like, like begging me to listen to. Cause like with just to side note, like the, the like origins of like, obviously of dead air was we were immersed in that style of hardcore because, Mm -hmm. because we had, you know, bands like go it alone and, and, yes. stuff, and blue monday and bands that are all kind of revolving around this specific sound but uh continue with what you're gonna say oh i was just gonna say like that whole show was kind of a throwback to that era because i mean no other way pulls from like um that kind of well chemical fix obviously fits into those kind of parameters too but the, the fading signal set like i 
realizing that it was like their first out of state show, I didn't know what kind of reaction they were going to get. And it was right after they dropped that release on Safe Inside. And it, the, the, as soon as it popped off, people knew all the lyrics. And that just like blew me away that people knew the lyrics, not just to the old stuff, but like to the stuff that just dropped that week. And that's just something I don't think about that happens a lot. I feel like people, it takes a long time for people to like hop onto new music because there's so much like we were talking about, but people really, were like fiending off this and it was one of the best shows that i've seen probably my favorite show of all last year to be quite honest it was exceptional it just it just comes to quality right it, it comes down to quality writing like when you first hear it like you just you like having having infectious sounds um that that make you don't want to turn off the record um with Leia, that was how I, when i first heard like the the magnitude LP. Um, I got ex- I got really excited for uh, just that style because I I grew up like in the Pacific Northwest. I love uh, you know Greg and Trial ruled everything around me as far as that uh, uh, as far as that sound and um, mag- So when I heard magnitude, I was just like it. Just it when you have well thought out um, records that are cohesive and just like they just from start to finish are catchy. You can, it, everything just uh, hits you and sticks in the right way. I think that's where it's when you have an undeniable sound. That's yeah. Yeah. For, more. A hundred percent. But we'll, let's uh, circle back. We're going to play um, rake off with killing machine and rapid fire with anything at all. And then we're going to finish the show up. You're listening to dead air hardcore radio. Yeah. 
Dead Air Hardcore Radio, only giving you that new shit, baby. back to finish the show uh shout out uh to my guest um jack thanks for uh hanging with us uh thanks for i guess me not us thanks for uh bringing some cool uh hardcore to talk about um definitely want to do this again this is uh this has been a a cool little episode and finding and learning learning a lot it's nice to have uh to be able to feed off the energy of uh with of someone that kind of does somewhat of the same thing uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to trying to find their find their research and do their research on on new hardcore, especially it being extremely hard, uh, like short of actually doing like the interview format of what like No Echo does of actually having to sit down and pick the brain of the individual. Sometimes you don't have that. Uh, you don't have you don't always get to do that with every band. So you gotta, you gotta just like find what you can from the internet and piece the information together. Exactly. So, uh, we played rake off rapid fire and we're going to play two more songs. We're going to play spent with instilled. Also shout out to brutal youth once again for helping me find, uh, the information, uh, on this band from Salt Lake City. Um, definitely, we were trying to draw the, the specific mid-2000s comparisons uh, for this band. And Striking Distance, uh, you said that, that I listened to like 30, 30 seconds of the song, and I was like, nail on the, nail on the head. Regionally, Striking Distance didn't... Uh, and I, I think it hit some for for some of maybe the people who are maybe like a few more few years older than me, but uh, didn't it? I could definitely draw the comparison a hundred percent by listening son- to how it sounds sonically. Yeah, no, and I, I think they're they're pulling in from stuff like the right the end of the '90s, beginning of the turn of millennia. Like I can hear Bane uh, specifically. Uh, it all comes down to this era, Bane. And oh there, yeah. Like, what I like the most, because I feel like there's a lot of gang chants and gang vocals that happen in hardcore, but this one was so, this, what Spence doing is so of that period that it just like, I remember hearing it and I pressed pause and I was just like, I, I feel like if I just close my eyes hard enough, I'm just back 
like watching like either like posi numbers videos or I'm like doing like deep dives on like 2000s hardcore. And it just, it really just took me back. And the guy's voice is exceptionally unique too. It has that kind of bedard sound, but maybe a little bit more harsher and like sounds weird to say, but more like hardcore, like norm oriented, but like, it's, it's good. It's, it's a really good effort. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I definitely, Bane was another one. I was, I was taking, we, I know we talked about it, but circling back around uh, vocal cadence wise, you can definitely see. I could, I, I couldn't see there not being an influence, uh, vo- at least vocally, um, from from that era. Even if it, I mean, sometimes bands do stuff without knowing that they're doing it. But oh yeah, it's I'm. That's what that's what I'm picking up for sure. Um, before we get to. Uh, the last song, just uh, the quick socials and uh, and whatnot. Make sure for interv- if for interview requests, song requests, uh, hate mail, whatsoever, uh, whatever the fuck you want to send me, deadairnwcz at gmail.com. Also, make sure to hit that Instagram and Twitter, both at deadairnwcz. Um, I'm back doing some... Uh, you know, weekly hardcore, like talking, talking on, uh, making playlists and doing shit on TikTok at X dead air X on there. And, uh, make sure to, uh, follow us on all of our, uh, stream platforms on Spotify, Apple, you know, anywhere that you can give me a fucking review a star. You can, you don't have to say anything important. I don't, I don't really give a fuck. Whatever you, whatever you feel like, uh, you want to do uh i just it you know it's appreciated and also uh we'll have some more information on the live show but right now you can always listen to the live show on nwczradio.com don't forget to hit the channel one tab and if you are a fan of listener powered radio of uh local power radio make sure to uh you know check it out check out our programs and uh if you like what we're doing, it's pretty much all me doing all that shit. So, uh, you know, there is a pa- a PayPal link in the on the website. So, anything, even if it's like, you know, uh, hat fifty cents. Uh, send me, send me food. Send me, se- send me some, send me some six SpongeBob NFTs. Uh, whatever, you, whatever you feel like. Uh, any any support is always uh, appreciated. We have some cool stuff coming up uh, on the show very soon, and uh, I I fucked up this time, but we're we're definitely gonna hit, get that request line back up. The uh, I have I I have the number. I just literally need to uh, go in my email and figure out what the <laughs> what that number is, so you guys can uh, you know text it, leave requests. Um, Really voicemails. Uh, we'll play it on the show. Uh, what whatever you want to do is cool with me. So we're going to finish off with uh, a band everybody's been talking about. Uh, they they opened up for LDB, uh, and from what I heard, it was fucking uh, exactly what it was supposed to be um, with X Weapon X. Um, people are bringing back the the fucking real the all the all the internet 
tough guy straight edge just finally come to uh is finally all coming ahead all the the ignorant straight edge is uh is back with this band and uh the automatic weapon heart it's basically the automatic weapon hardcore shirt in music form (laughs) that that's very succinct yeah no i would agree um I would say that like when I heard this, it reminded me of Agitator, which I feel like is the hate edge band of, of the era of hardcore I got into. And I feel like sonically a little bit, I feel like you could, I almost thought they were from Florida for some reason. Cause I didn't hear about like the backstory on, on X weapon X uh, about like them having like the Garris brothers in there. So like, I thought it was a, another Florida band, but it reminds me of this other uh, straight edge release uh, statement of pride. I think it came out on from within records. Uh, so I think it's a, it sounds like a blend of that and agitator. And it's just like, it, it's like fight for your life, straight edge music, like real, like some mean shit. And I, I think there needs to be more mean, mean straight edge hardcore. More mean. It's very mean. I know like we straight edge, it, there's a lot of newer hardcore kids being in include with some of the other Gen Z crowd, like straight edge isn't super popular, uh, with the so, so it'll be very funny to see how that works because it's it is like I I've noticed a lot of people there's a lot of tweets of I'm gonna smoke smoke this blunt then listen to uh, and 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 go see uh, Weapon X I'm like whatever it's fucking good regardless it's uh it's a fun it's a fun mosh demo what what else do you, what else the fuck do you want like uh straight edge in spite of you i fucking i i've never not loved lyrics like that like i love fucking corny stuff like when i first heard like inclination say i'm like i'm still fucking straight edge i was like that's pretty cool but like what i heard is like i love that dumb shit that real (laughs) That real fucking stupid shit where it's it's borderline like you're an insufferable human being playing sick music. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like egomaniac edge. Like you're just like, and that's what I love. I love a big personality uh, in hardcore. Like straight edge of this vein is definitely like that. Because uh, it's it's very it's very like tsunami. Not not like in the music, but at least the attitude of oh, yeah. of how. I think they even said at some point uh, during their set that if you're not straight edge, you're a bitch. <laughs> something, <laughs> something, so something, something, something in that vein. But uh, yeah, I will, once again, thank you for uh, being on the show. Uh, it was cool. I like, like I said, I like picking your brain on this, on some of this new hardcore shit. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, it was chill. Hell yeah, no, I definitely enjoyed it, Trevor. This has been a really, really fun uh, time just like talking hardcore with someone who knows even more than I do. So like, I appreciate the wisdom. Well, I appreciate Hey, you know, you, I appreciate you having, knowing like, cause there's some, like I said, we both know shit that we don't know. So mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. And we both are come from different areas and I think people don't realize that. So like, Obviously, there's some like, oh, I know that, but I didn't get into it because literally it has to do with, you know, what the people around are, you know, 
are listening to what actually is coming to the local venues and the festivals and whatnot. So we're going to get to X weapon X right now. Uh, we're going to play spent with instilled and then X weapon X in spite of, and we'll be back next week. You're listening to dead air, hardcore radio. white guy of course i got a podcast but i hope you enjoy the tunes this is dead air hardcore radio